Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, citizens. We are here today to talk about the Gotham season finale. It is a two-part episode. We're going to talk about all the things. Join us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Thank you all for joining us so much here at AfterBuzz TV's coverage of the Gotham series. Oh, no. Season 3 finale. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm not alone to my immediate left. Hey, it's Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at BlackGirlNerds.com and every Wednesday at Schmozo. And to her immediate left. Hey guys, I'm Lucretia Line. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. I like the, I like this intro for that grungy yeah. 90s that grungy 90s theme because that's kind of like got that vibe from this episode the whole way. Yeah. So third season's in the book for Gotham. It's done. It's on. It's printed. Booked, sold. How we feeling? That, I'm that, that, it. Most weeks that normally feels like a cop out. I think this week <laughs> that question up top usually feel like, well, how you yeah. feeling? Because I didn't think anything yeah. to ask. Like this one, I genuinely would like to know. Uh, I like uh, our relationship building here and the way we kind of wrapped up the Penguin Riddler fiasco. Um, and <laughs> glimpses of the future are exciting. They're always very exciting. So exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this episode pretty well set up next season pretty well perfectly. We got everything we wanted and more, because I love that Butch is Cyrus Gold, actually, you know, Solomon Grundy. Awesome, because that way we get to keep him. Yeah. You know, even though he got shot in the head. And then we have the beginnings of Catwoman, the beginnings of Batman. They're so De- cute. Definitely. Um... I'm also feeling great about everything I just saw. Like, I'm, I'm still having trouble processing everything. Mm. But let's try our best to start here, because it doesn't fit anywhere else. Thursdays? Yeah. How- yeah. You, you were really bummed out. I like a Thursday show. I feel like it's going to be more competitive. Because, look, if, if you're a part of the millennial generation, you tend to not watch things as they're happening. Uh, I know I watch a lot of my TV following day on Hulu when it becomes available, or on Xfinity, like... Thursday, there's a ton of stuff to watch. I think it'll get added to a lot of people's rotations of, like, superhero shows. But I understand what you mean for their live numbers, which is how things get renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, going up against, what did we say? Arrow is moving to Thursdays as well. But we think that's nine as opposed to... Yeah, I'm, to I'm thinking that, that it, it'll say, be after. But yeah. who's to say Gotham wouldn't be nine either? Exactly. That's you fair. know, maybe I can find... That, like, you know, maybe, maybe part of this move is that they mm. need... Well. Is that Fox might not be comfortable with Gotham being on at eight to begin with, mm. let alone on Monday? I, I have a theory, and it's because I'm a crazy person. Get at it. But I have a theory that this Thursday move is specifically to ensure season four is it mm. by by putting it up against harder things, more difficult thing, like more difficult demographic things. That is Shondaland night. Yeah, but Shondaland, Shondaland is a different went, audience. Shondaland yeah. wouldn't compete with Gotham, but I do think like. I wouldn't be shocked if they've tried to put it head-to-head with Arrow. Yeah, that Gotham was... is on at 8, and let me double-check the Arrow time. So, yeah, we've got that confirmed. But I wouldn't be shocked if they tried to put it up against things that where they know it'll lose. Mm-hmm. So that when it comes time to make a fifth season, which would be past the 100th episode, which they are, they're Warner Brothers, they got to syndicate, they got to end the show... They can then sell the IP to Guggenheim and friends. Well, I think it'll be interesting to see what they use as a lead-in for Gotham. Because that usually if sells it's... me on the idea. Because if it's something good, if, uh, a positive new show that's got good numbers, it could be that they're like, well, maybe we can drive more people to this content. Like, with the uh, release of Wonder Woman, and we're seeing good numbers there, and I know DC is trying to make some major mm-hmm. moves in how they're represented visually. Uh, it could be that, but... I don't know. It's a little too early for me to start making guesses. Mm-hmm. I, 
I don't know. What, like I said, I, I, it's a tinfoil hatty thing, but that's what it feels like to me. I don't know. Tonight we saw one of your tinfoil hat things almost become reality. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there at the end. <laughs> no. That's at the bottom of the board. Let's get up top. Tabitha Butch, Barbara. Woo! Um, against, in the first half of this night, mm. up against the faction that's now Penguin, Freeze, um, Firefly. Was Mooney, yeah. And, and Mooney, sorry. And then it was Tabitha Butch, Barbara, um... Riddler. Were, Riddler, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that... Well, wow. Yeah. I, I didn't see most of that coming. I mean, I knew that they, they've, they've been fishing for a long time. We knew Butch wanted to make some major moves. Uh, but the the Butch-Barbara sh- shootout, which wasn't even really a shootout, just, just the conversation, and... I mean, guys... Maybe it's just me. Like, maybe I just didn't trust in Butch. But, like, Butch had some thoughtful-ass shit to say. Butch <laughs> yeah, was I all, love Butch, yeah. That I was always, incredible. Like, Butch was always the calm, reserved... Butch was always the calm, reserved voice of reason in this whole universe. Like, or at least on the dark side of this whole universe. Where he he's, like... I think he's the Captain Barnes, but on the bad side. Okay, okay. Where he's very much, like, by the book, like, big picture. Like, how do I have a job every day? Like... Yeah, old school is what how Butch referred to himself, and that's sort of how he is. He's like the good old boy, you know. This is how things are done. Yeah, like you're you're the boss. I follow you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. You re- like if I'm not going to overthrow you unless I have a plan to overthrow you. Like very meticulous. Um, there's something very blue collar about that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like I show up, I do the job. Yeah, and I was able to confirm Arrow is at 9, so okay. Gotham will be at 8, Arrow at 9, or, so they won't be competing. Well, Gotham's yeah. at 8 now. Well, Gotham's at yeah. 8 on Monday. We mm-hmm. don't we don't know for no, sure. No, it said for sure it was 8. Oh, they're definitely uh, bringing yeah, Gotham to 8? Fox's fall okay. schedule. It listed it as 8 on Thursdays, and Arrow's listed in So Monday. they think they, they can be a weird lead-in. <laughs> they can be a cross-channel lead-in. For each other, craziness. I don't. And also, someone in the chat did mention that Gifted is going to be on Mondays. Mondays in their sp- slot. So, you know, I get that. Or actually, Gifted will be after Lucifer. They're flip-flopping Lucifer. Well, because Gifted... You don't want the new show to be the lead-in for the old yeah. show. Yeah. The old show needs to be the lead-in for the new show. Which makes sense. So, yeah. that's but, weird. To bring Lucifer down to eight and then hope you lead everyone in... Because Lucifer does well. I mean, those it's, numbers it's were better than with Satan. It's, it's yeah, a like, good show. The you Lucifer know? numbers are better than the Gotham numbers. Yeah. yeah. At least the renew or cancel would let you know because they renewed Lucifer way before they renewed Gotham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I like Ringy co- uh, Ringy's comment in the com- co- yeah. comment in the chat. That's a lot of seats. <laughs> comment in the comments um, and one here, right? Um, but yeah, about Sullivan Grundy, it would have been funnier with the rhyme if it was still on Mondays. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Born on a Monday. They missed you know, it. Died on Tuesday. Born on Wednesday. <laughs> he comes, he rises again on Thursday, doesn't he? Now. I think so. Sure. Um, we're just going to have to jump around this whole part. There's we're a lot jump happening around in two hours. The whole tab, like, I'm, first off, Fish Mooney, none of us expected Fish Mooney to show up last week. Yeah. None mm-hmm. of us expected Fish Mooney to die this week. Yeah, at what seems like a very final death. Like, a yeah. in yeah. the ground, not coming back death. Which is kind of appropriate. It, for as fast as she came in, I felt her death maybe was too fast. Like, maybe she yeah. didn't accomplish it Her else. death did not feel as powerful as it... Because she came back at the end of last episode, really mm-hmm. more so. And just like, you know, and then that was it. Because, yeah, her relationship with Penguin, as I said, is sort of a sick mother-son relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cute and kind of sad. And I'm guessing this is just another, like, hump for Penguin. But at the same time, I don't think we needed it. And that was, I know that I was wrong about seeing Fish Mooney again this season, but it, it was like, why? Yeah. Um, well, the shock factor from last mm. week, because last week was done very well. And oh, then the yeah. parts we saw her this week were done very well. I just feel the death is. Yeah, she was great. Was I mean, it, I just feel but... that the, the death didn't have as much oomph as it could have. Yeah. That I really genuinely feel. She could have died this week. It could have been the you exact same way. You know what really way. helped this is if we could have gotten. Her speech to Penguin about, like, you need to be the one to run the city before she was dying on the floor. Because it was hard. I, yeah. It was like, oh, I forgive you. But that kind of happened off screen. And then it was You're like, right that, like, the forgiveness, like, and they made a point to show it to us in the mm-hmm, preview for mm-hmm. this episode, in the, like, previously on this episode, that, like, at the end of season one. Yeah. Penguin kills her. Mm-hmm. 
And then she comes back, and this is the first time she ever interacts with Penguin, and, like, the forgiveness is assumed where... I think you're right, that's... I think that would have been the fix, that have a scene... Like, I know you want to start things active, but have some type of scene where Fish literally says, I forgive you, you... In that you mo- made me this. You in know, that yeah. moment, you showed me that you're the person that should run this city. Well, and- However, I want to own this city. Yeah. Well, and she apparently she has like this great big plan. I would have loved to have heard like the moral stance behind why she has this plan. Like, why does this woman come back time and time again to the city that literally just wants her dead? Um, and then even for uh, Penguin's new club at the end, like the iceberg. Start- yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to hear her, you know. To hear her plan and then see how he's going to implement that. I think overall that would have been yeah. just structurally better. And also, not to rewrite the episode. Like, the episode was yeah, great. I enjoyed it. It's like, Gotham. Like, but I do think the idea that she doesn't think the city doesn't want her dead. Like, the fact that the city wants her dead at all costs. Like, the vast majority of the city just hates her and wants to kill her all the time. I think Jim Gordon killing her mm-hmm. would have been a cool... Maybe if she didn't know he had the Tetch virus. Yeah. And just wound up dying by Jim Gordon's hand. Like, oh, wow. Gotham must really hate me. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Jim Gordon super cop. Mm-hmm. The one that takes Which you just out. like, no! And then kills you. The best cop that Bullock knew. Aww. Aww. That just warmed my heart there. My cold, <laughs> cold heart. Um, so we're talking about Butch. Uh, the Tabitha Barbara of it all. Oh, no. Wow. They got to, like, I feel like the show doesn't usually get to, a lot is just implied emotionally, mm. um, which is totally cool. But I, I really enjoyed Butch kind of explaining what it is he loves about Tabitha. Because for a while, I just didn't know. Like, I knew they were attracted to each other. I knew there was definitely this, like, she's so smart and he can protect me and we work well together kind of aspects. But this idea that he was devoted to her because of her loyalty. Um, not because he felt like he needed to be loyal to her, but because he saw what she was capable of was really exciting for me. But I also, like, Tabitha not being able to leave hurt me a little. Like, when he's like, we could go, and she's like, I'm not ready. I'm like, you should be! <laughs> Barbara gives you nothing! <laughs> she's, she's not been supportive in so long. Like, run! Oh, gosh. It was a little bit exhausting, the this triangle this week. Yeah, but I do love the relationship between Tabitha and Butch, I have to say. They're yeah. just kind of cute. And, I think their relationship yeah. makes the most sense in this yeah. whole show. Of, like... <laughs> It's like, no, they just, they're very similar minded people, which mm-hmm. is hard to find if you're mm-hmm. like as badass a criminal as both Butch or Tabitha are. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like they actually have, like, they, they have common interests extortion, money, yeah. money laundering, I do like Barbara racketeering. With a plan, though. Barbara with a plan is kind of exciting. Like, she was mm. just gung ho, like, this is what we're doing, and you guys just need to follow in the line. I feel like that's not the two people to do it with. Like, these are your generals, and you should treat them as such. What you need are lackeys. She basically needs her yeah. thing one and thing two. Just make her Harley, Harley so we can move on with this. <laughs> well, do we do we get Barbara back at all? I that's hope we question. have Barbara back, but I hope that Barbara isn't our version of Harley Quinn. As I've said, it should have been Lee, or a lot of people like Barry Carey in the chat thinks that Harley Quinn was actually the little girl that Bruce saves with her parents. That that actually probably makes way more sense than even, like, because, yeah, as we say, Marina's probably not coming back, you know, she's got a big movie mm. career and stuff. And that would have been more interesting, but with Barbara, Barbara is her own crazy. I want it to stay the way it is, and she come back. I did love that her, like, death was so Christopher Walken in Batman Returns. Yep. Yeah. I love how they love Batman Returns. Like, Me I too. love Batman Returns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely think she'll be back because, you know, it's Gotham. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. been consistently one of the most dynamic characters on the show. Um, and, like, how great will it be for her to come back kind of reborn? Uh, we saw Barbara go from, like, trying to be a dutiful housewife, but dealing with, like, addiction issues to, like, crazed, like, manic villain to leader of Gotham Underworld in a lot of respects. Um, and now I kind of want to see her move into her full villain phase, like move more from the gangster side to mm. the villain side, um, because that will be interesting. And then fight Tabitha! <laughs> yeah, like, and a lot of the chat is talking about, because I agree with this as well, Tabitha should have wiped the floor with Barbara. As far as uh, fighting styles and tactics, Tabitha Barbara's is not way a better trained. And, yeah, Tabitha's but, actually yeah, a fighter. Barbara's exactly. not a fighter. And, and that's the thing, is it didn't make any sense for, you know. So, Kim, hmm. Selena Kyle also fits into this first topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Um, assuming Barbara comes back, she's not a part... Assuming Barbara comes back, she's she can't be a part of Gotham City Sirens. 
because she has beef with Tabitha. Correct? The sirens have had beef with each other before, and they so that they just have a unit. So they, mm-hmm. if they had unity towards a common good, that Tabitha and Barbara would get but over it. Here's the thing: Tabitha and Selena have had beef before, and they've been partners before, and they now are back together. Um, and the same thing with Barbara. So I think, in, like initially, they probably won't, but eventually, like those, as far as the criminal underground goes, not many people want much to do with any of them at this point, really. Well, yeah. Um, so they might need each other. Moving on. Mm. Do you know who does run the criminal underworld of Gotham now? <laughs> uh-huh. Who's criminal underworld? Penguin. Mm, yeah, he yeah. does. Not the Court of Owls. No. Not Lil Wayne. Nah. Not Tabitha. Mm-mm. Not Butch. Not Barbara. Mm-mm. Not Enigma. No way. Not Bullock. Not Gordon. No. Not Lee, who I think... If Lee still had the virus, I think Virus Lee would have taken over that whole well, city. She yeah. would have it. Just for done sport. Just for sport. She just to say she did. <laughs> like, oh, I took over Gotham just because I had like a half hour. Like, I just had like three hours in the middle of my day. Yeah, in between my Manny and Petty, you know, I just like took it over and was like, Gotham. I just just found a donut place that wasn't running stuff right and found yeah. out they were a front for criminal under the criminal underground and I just took over the whole criminal underground. Now I own mm-hmm. it. Now I get good donuts. <laughs> now they're awesome donuts. Do you want peanut butter cronuts? <laughs> those are amazing. I, kind of do I know. I was like, yeah, that's so Dunkin' Donuts hungry. has those. Um, Penguin yeah. Enigma. Uh, look, who knew that Penguin could be so hateful. Like, my God, love is twisted. <laughs> love will make you do some, like, effed up things. Um, I like that we get to see him go into his uh, very calculating, like, like a lot of Penguin Penguin's moves have been upward mobility moves. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him take a lot of time to be vindictive. He hasn't really had a need. He, he kind of got back at Butch for killing his mom and took his hand, but that's not really permanent. Uh, I mean, the hand being gone is permanent, but it's not death. Um, But to see, like, oh, yeah, and I left my tie pin back there, and uh, I called the guys and told them they were going to be here before you even brought me here, because I knew what was going to happen. I know you, and I'm going to keep you now. Like, oh, it's so creepy, but also so cool. I really want this penguin to appear in more Batman things. Like, this version of penguin is fascinating. The the gaslighting penguin. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Penguin by Gaslight. Yeah. I loved how he set that whole thing up because I was like, no, we can't have Nigma best Penguin again. And I love Penguin's even freak out like, it was my turn to kill you. Yeah. I, he had me there. I he will did. say, I mean, Robin's just such a good actor. And I mean, then I'm like, yes, he wins. That did, in retrospect, I remember watching it going like, wow, this is a little over the top like but they just mentioned tantrum like I didn't think much of it but thinking about it now knowing that it was a grand plan like that was kind of an overacting yeah yeah, like that thinking about it again I'm like that's kind of an actor being told like okay this one's this one what would a sixth like what would a sixth grade drama student do Mm -hmm. over like overacting like just just Hollywood it as they say in the poker world Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how this Riddler iceberg thing plays out because obviously that'd be really dope and in the center, but again, Riddler's a super dynamic, like accessible character through this show. He's done a lot. I wonder how long they keep him in the iceberg and what that kind of looks well, like afterwards. I think whatever brings the Gotham City sirens together is probably also going to lead Penguin to need to unfreeze Nigma, or the Gotham City sirens need to, or the GCPD does. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to need to unfreeze Nigma. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's a fire. I want. I just don't want him to get out like on purpose. Yeah. I don't want, and I don't want him to get out on like season on like episode two. That'd be yeah. awful. No. We like to, I want him to be three to five episodes. <clears throat> I want him to be just a centerpiece of mm-hmm. this club for a long enough time for it to be funny. That around five or six mm-hmm. or eight. Yeah, episodes it has to be in, more than three to be funny. That it'll just be like, oh yeah, Nick, this here. It, I want like some shaving the ice off for your for penguins drink. Yes. I, need, I need those moments. All like, of it. Nigma, Nigma needs to be such a long con. It needs to be like the tiger in the hangover. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Which part of that is you need to be doing storytelling on such a degree mm-hmm. that you the audience literally forgot that all those guys left a tiger in the hotel like that's one of my favorite act 3 surprise like It's amazing. Act 1 coming back to act 3. Story storytelling things. Um, I talk about it here too much. Mm. Uh, speaking of storytelling, 
Let's get to the main thread, the main big bad, the ticking bomb that already blew up, if you will. And that's that Gordon has the Tetch virus. Yeah. Bullock takes his gun. Mm-hmm. And the Tetch virus is out there, and that Gordon has to go through all this stuff with Tetch, through Tabitha, through Barbara, through this, through that, through all this stuff. Um, Strange was not on the board. Hugo Strange, he had to then get an antidote from Hugo Strange. He had to do all this, all this stuff while also fighting back what seems to be the strongest version of the Tetch virus known to man. Yeah, one, Tetch back is everything. I love his paper hat. Um, yes. Love Tetch. Yeah, I like, love him. We need hat. more him. He, we need a whole bunch more him. Mm-hmm. I hope he's not in Arkham too long next season um, because he's just riveting to watch. But yeah, I, I like that we get to see a strong Jim. Like, Jim this season has been a hot mess. Like, I mean, when is Jim hot. not dealing with things? But <laughs> but the, the alcohol early this season to, like... All over Lee to I don't know what's happening to I killed your husband and it, he's just been messy and I like that we get to see his inner strength through having to fight what we've seen you know really great characters fall to in seconds he fights it throughout the whole thing I didn't think that he would fight it for as long as he did I honestly thought it was going to take over I thought it was going to mess him up a lot more um, I do like that we get to be a little bit bloody and he takes like a pint of blood from Tetch. Oh, like from his neck. He's like, I just cut open your neck and just drain it into a mason jar. It's fine. <laughs> that was so. the that was the moment where I was like, I kinda like Tetch Gordon though. Yeah, they're funny. Oh yeah. Tetch Gordon just don't care. Yeah, yeah. I need the blood. <clears throat> take I'll it. take I'm taking the blood. It's kind of how I imagine, like, if you've read the Gotham City police comic book mm. the gcpd comic book uh you know people do shady things to get justice because gotham is crazy i want more of this i know it's bad and we probably shouldn't get it from jim but you know if harvey wants to start slicing people open and taking pints of blood i'd be about it yeah i mean <laughs> that's the thing is our version of bullock on gotham is so much you know i guess more warm and cuddly than the bullock <laughs> in the comics too and i'm like i like this but yeah, you know, if he wants to get down and dirty, you know, he was a sketchy cop. It's cool. I like what you never seen a mason jar full of blood before. <laughs> <laughs> Take it, go. Yeah. Oh, so wonderful. and Jim, that's my car door. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> but to follow this along, we then he has that opportunity once he gets the blood to them. By the way, just the pure anarchy the Tetch virus creates in Gotham is one of my favorite things. Yeah, the old lady robbing the bank for her money in a very uh, drag-me-to-hell sort of way was everything. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that was probably them nodding to drag-me-to-hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is... This is good. If like, Keith had fallen out and she was gummying yeah, on, like, that absolute, shit, that the, the opening scene tonight was very much everything you want Gotham to be on the outskirts. Yeah. Because it's like, it rides that line of campy and unrealistic and kind of silly. But it's, like, sinister in the way that, like, it's the, um, I'm going to forget it, but I think it was, like, the Assassin's Emporium. We saw that in season two, where it was just, like, a Walmart for weapons. Yes. Like, a, like, it was pretty much, like, a weapons Walmart. Like, stuff like that that, like, you don't, you don't, like, that's candy. You don't want to give us mm-hmm. candy all the time. But, like, you, and every now and again, you just get pure sugar. Yeah. Oh, just like, yes. It's just an old lady. And she's just, mm-hmm. like, it's an old lady robbing a bank. And then she leaves. And then she sees just this insanity. Chaos in the streets, man. It's great. Uh, I like that they had to administer the cure by hand, as opposed to just releasing it in the water <laughs> air or something, which I think would have been a much faster, more effective way of just like, poof. So yeah, isn't the there a young crane around here? You know, we could, you know, I know that he later poisons the city of Gotham that way, but he could have cured it. He well, have. here's something I caught mm. on that ending in the news report that ninety percent of the touch was effective. Was effective, meaning there's ten percent of. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Let's assume there's ten thousand people in Gotham. Who got infected, and I think they actually said said it. It's probably more. Mm-hmm. One thousand of them are still infected. Yeah. Well, it is Gotham, so there's a lot of like weird people out there. Because I know people are talking about what about Cheetah? I mean, there was a nod to Cheetah on mm-hmm. Arrow recently, but I don't see her coming to Gotham because as I, and I think they're correct about her being Wonder Woman 2's main villain because. Well, somebody played Injustice, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there you uh, go. Alexis Powell, says, Powell in the chat says, can I just say that the police shot down people infected with the touch virus on the street? Like, are we totally forgetting that? No, I... I did... Over, I overlooked you as a viewer. I was no, like, I, violence in the streets, doing things, but holy crap, that is terrifying. No, like, totalitarian, like, very totalitarian, like... 
Like, that's that stuff I always, like, my bad mind always goes to of, like, well, what would happen in the world where they have to institute a curfew, but there are homeless people? Mm-hmm. Or people who can't get home or anything like that. And then, like, that scene was very terrifying of just, like, hey, you didn't get home in time. Can't shoot you down. Sorry. You're not a millionaire. You're not a young millionaire playboy. And these He's are good. Bullock's police. Yeah. Like... Were they? They look militarized. Yeah. Mm. That's the, these are answers we're never gonna get. We it's might dumb. wind up in the weeds, but like, it, it kind, there was a tank. Yeah, and it kind of reminded me of that episode of South Park. Like, it was maybe the first Halloween one where they were like infected with when you mix embalming fluid and yeah. Worcestershire sauce, and they're like, "Do not start shooting zombies," and they were like murdering half the town. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah. Um, next thing, um, yeah, you just start shooting people because you never know when they're gonna actually be zombies. You gotta protect yourself. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I don't know, like... There's a completely different episode that we're not going to see that was just how would Gotham... How quickly Gotham would fall into totalitarian (laughs) rule under Bullock. (laughs) In the event of the Tetch virus. So fast. I think they went with anarchy, but, Mm -hmm. like, that's how you... Usually totalitarianism takes over anarchy. Let's get away from that. That is is an arrow thing. And jump up onto Gordon and Lee... The lovebirds. The oh lovebirds of the majority of this series. God, they looked so hot when they were both consumed by the Tetch virus. I, I couldn't find the screenshot in time, but like when I, when I tweet it later, you can all retweet it because I said it here. <laughs> I found I found a really I found a really cute picture of the two of them from season one, <laughs> and I'm gonna find that picture of them in the glasses. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tweet them side by side and be like, weekend, or, uh, weekday us versus weekend us. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, they're like Brangelina just like mm. strolling through there. Like, they are the best. I mean, Brangelina like five years ago back when they were cute and together. <laughs> Not when they <laughs> Not hate now. each other now. Not, <laughs> no. Or minus the, uh, minus the cackle of children. No. Yes, gaggle? also that. I gaggle? just can't say. Gaggle, gaggle yeah. children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, great. I love her versus Barbara. I'm like, I miss like Tetchley already. She was so cool. <laughs> she was so cool and badass that I would have liked to have seen her try to take under, over the Gotham underworld. Like watching her step up to Barbara or no to Butch and just be like, and be like I don't have time for this <laughs> and just step out of my way. It was just balls to the wall amazing. And then even when she meets Gordon later and she's like, I don't like to be kept waiting, I'm like, where has this Lee been? Yeah, I love this Lee. I'm like, if Marina wants to come back let's have her because this is fun because I don't think I mean even with her dear Jim letter it's just like yeah she's still got a crazy in her because let's face it Jim makes the ladies go crazy I think it's him um we were talking about it before we went on air about Marina who I think you can probably quote me on saying she's a movie star who's on a TV show yes I and granted that's not that uncommon in these these days but I do think she after the success of Deadpool, she probably wouldn't have been on this show if it wasn't super important to her. Not she husband, loves right? It. Like, yeah. in, in, I, are they married? Are they have they actually married? Let's so see. Because I, I, remember... I know they have a baby. Well, but I remember well, her she baby was... was with her husband, and then she left her husband for him. I thought no, the baby it, was with the ben. baby has been. Oh, but no, she no. Still married to her husband. She got was... knocked up. Okay, she was still is. legally married. She was in the middle of getting a divorce, divorce while she was with Ben, who she met on this show. Got it. Who... Got it. She was. It was a whole thing that they probably don't want us to be talking about Sorry, it as much. Sorry, guys. It's I know, I know they story, were. Though. I know they were engaged. I don't know if they ever you actually got married we, yet. Wish we them all the best. Guys. Their household, either way. I do think that's part of why she's on still on this show. Sure, to hang mm-hmm. out with my husband. Yeah, like, and get paid for it. Are you kidding me? Amazing. But or I think it's. I think whatever. we are reaching a point where they don't. They're not going to use her all twenty next year. Yeah. Probably only use her for five of five of next year's twenty. If they were going to use Lee more, they'd really need to revamp her story because my god, I just don't care at this point. Like, like you're there, you're not there, you're upset, you're not like I just she's doing nothing except having a lot of emotions, which is boring. Well, um, her leaving was probably the best thing because when she comes back, it'll have weight. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Her though, leaving like, and in a way of leaving, empowering Gordon, who mm-hmm. now has to deal with the fact of like, oh wait, no, she loves me too. But the city's in shambles, and the city needs me more than she more than she feels she should be with me. Well, and she says the city's the thing that can help you. Like I don't think that Lee has what Gordon needs right now. Gordon needs a sense of being able to protect and to cure things, and Lee doesn't need either of those things. She's 
perfectly fine by herself. Although I think both of them moving to a white picket fence in the suburbs mm-hmm. would be good for both. Like, they would find purpose in their... Gordon would become reckless and then start doing stupid things. Gordon needs to live in a violent city that needs... Like, he needs to he would, be the commander in the general. He would drink on Sundays and watch football. No. Mm-hmm. If he were, if he were like, a... Con- if he became a consultant to a way less crime-populated city... You're thinking like you, because you're like, this is the logical, like rational thing oh, to no. do. Like, you I was have going to end this whole theory with, and then the show's over. No. And then... But I just don't think that... I don't think Jim Gordon is the kind of person who can lead a normal life. I don't think he's the kind of guy who goes home at the end of the day and has a beer and is like, thank God, I'm off of work. Like, I think... He's a police officer 24-7, 365, and I think that if he doesn't live in a place that actively needs him to be involved, I think he gets bored and starts a neighborhood watch and accidentally shoots a kid trying to be, like, too much of a cop. Like, I, I really think he needs Gotham and the chaos in order to feel like he's doing something. Yeah, and they aren't uh, married, but they are engaged with a daughter. And they've oh, been yeah. engaged for, for a while. Because I think yeah. they got engaged while she was going through a, through a divorce. divorce. It was yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. Messy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. They, no, I'm not saying it wasn't worth it, but it but is they're messy. Keeping, they're keeping a messy thing real. I remember, yeah. I re- all I've remembered of this situation is they kept a very messy thing incredibly clean. Yeah. Of just like, yes, she's pregnant. It's mine. Uh, we're engaged. And we're yeah. she's, curr- about she's currently going through a divorce. Yeah. These, well. are the, this is, these are the facts of the situation. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Well. How, like, I understand all of those things on paper could make it drama-filled and messy. We're not going to do that. <laughs> I love her. We're going to yeah. ask, ask me about Harley Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. And, and like, the chat is just... Because, again, I, I really hope... Because, you know, Marina... Again, as some people say in the chat, like, she was downgraded to recurring months ago, but FYI, Gotham didn't even get renewed till a month ago. Mm. So those contracts really aren't, you know, necessarily what's going to happen. I hope we do see her because, I mean, you know, she's not dead. Mm. And I do kind of hope that she's more a Harley Quinn character. But the little girl perhaps being maybe Harley, you know, Harleen's sister or something... But I know that some comments are about her. You know, Harley Quinn's a blonde, but Can just I... so you guys know, as someone who was born a natural blonde, blonde hair gets darker as you're older, and most blondes as adults, it's all dye, guys, because <laughs> that's how it works. Um, can I say something controversial? Yeah. I would much rather we do a season four without Harley Quinn altogether. If we keep getting characters like Barbara, like Tetchley, like yeah. like Tabitha, if we just keep getting strong female characters, some of whom have the characteristics that make Harley Quinn a good character, I'll be completely okay with them never having a Harley Quinn, never teasing a Harley Quinn, never cla- never casting a Harley Quinn. Yeah, and that is my thing, is like, if it's not going to be Lee, you know, is Marina, you know, having fun then I really don't need the character. I thought that would have been an interesting direction for her if she's not too busy with movies and stuff, but, like, that is the thing, is, I mean, there is no guarantee we'll have her back, but to me, she's the only person I want to see be sort of that character because I liked her interactions with Jerome. Honestly, with Barbara, leave Barbara the way she is. I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. leave Barbara exactly the way she is. Now yeah. she'll ha- now she'll be kind of a, like, post-electrocuted zombie. So that'll be cool. Yeah. I'm kind of cool with whatever the show gives me. At this point, whenever they introduce new characters, I'm always like, mm, I don't know. And then they always win me over. So however they decide to present will be fine. I would like either a uh, Jerome worshiper as a Harley, because that just makes sense to me. Or I want just the Harley in the, like, the ideals of Harley. Like, giant hammer, pigtails, mm-hmm. nothing else. Like, completely non-Joker-associated. Okay. I've been known to go off on some limbs on this show. Mm-hmm. What do we feel about a transgendered Harley? I'd live for it. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, a male to female CD mm-hmm. as Harley Quinn, but was a Jerome follower. I love that idea. Put yeah. it in the world. I don't think Fox would ever do such a thing. Fox of all networks. Yeah. I, I mean, Fox did have Glee, which... Yeah, pushed a lot of family boundaries and visual for, things. But it pushed it pushed boundaries for a family show. I don't see Fox doing something like that, like because that would be kind of groundbreaking for a network television show, comic book did or the, not. The um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. 
So I don't know. There, there, there's potential for it there. I like the idea of it. Well, Fox used to be the most groundbreaking network sure because I mean, the first show that ever aired was Married with Children, which you know, several episodes they were dealing with trans and homosexuality mm-hmm. and stuff. And obviously, I mean, it was a show primarily written and directed by women, but people tend to forget that for mm-hmm. some reason. But I. <laughs> That that's my yeah. that's my bold suggestion. Yeah. It's far from a prediction. Mm-hmm. That if we are gonna, you could call that character Harley Quinn because it would be so hmm. just physically different. Yeah. From the Harley Quinn, we understand that it would be really like. I don't know. I kind of like this. The more I think about it, it's yeah, just... I was like that. That would actually be interesting, and that was my thing. Is Lee would be interesting because of how she started out. Same thing with that is an interesting idea. I just don't want to see Harley Quinn for the sake of that's a popular character. Harley, let's Quinn. get Harley or... Quinn in here. Like, yeah, I don't want... and that is a good story. Yeah, I agree. But also, the story is also what I wouldn't want to do, and I feel like they would would be that they would um they would have the finding your identity be part of the story. Whereas I would want this person to already be transgender, like oh God, yeah, this person's the... gender identity be assigned and the LGBTQIA, not assigned, like, like coming to terms with that status is tired. Like, like that's a phase every person has to go through. But like once you're there, you live an entire life just as you are. Uh, and I agree with you too. If, if you're gonna go transgender, any character, like let's move past the like transitioning stage and just like living in this body and, yeah, and being that, comfortable with yourself. That like literally, that's where I want that. Like you're them moving on to identity would literally be. Oh, I really. I really follow Jerome so much that I think I'm an agent of chaos. Mm-hmm. Like I'm an agent of chaos, and I'll dress this way. I love mm-hmm. it. With a, in, I'm I'm available. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Steve for Harley Quinn, guys. Ideas yes. are cheap. Mm-hmm. Are we? I cost talk money. About no, your, that's our what. Your accurate prediction. Your one-off craziness. <laughs> No. Prediction. Steve said some crazy. If you guys follow the show, you know he's yeah. seen some banana stuff <laughs> the past two weeks about like Alfred dying so that the actor that plays him can go off and be the mostly trolling and being silly and funny. Well, I don't like the word no. troll. I'm so sorry. I, I reverse that. <laughs> what 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 word do you prefer? How do we how do we describe it? Um, in doing a bit enticing. Enticing. Yeah. I like it. Well, wait, let's. I and, just want to be clear to go back to. To those of you who have commented and mentioned it, I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I was half thinking, well, that's a possibility in this realm. That would be a, I like, I was half, that would be in the realm of possibility because mm. this kind of show lends itself to a canon, but then try to throw out the canon. Yeah, totally. So, and you even brought it up when I said it of like, man, an Alfredless. Bruce Wayne, like, what would that look like? Like, it would be interesting. He'd be darkness. He'd be parentless. He'd be like guided. Like, he wouldn't have a guide. Like, it would be like this. It would be a really dark Spider-Man kind of. Yeah. And we were talking about that, and like, I just kind of wound up in that in my head, and like, that was fifty percent of it. I will admit the other 50% was it would be a very splashy choice <laughs> in the sense that everyone would have an opinion. Yes. And you have all had opinions and I appreciate them. And yes. if you guys um, need therapy after tonight's episode <laughs> and what Steve had predicted while your hearts jumped a little bit, his Venmo account information can be done. <laughs> Just send him a bill. Ain't nobody. Did anyone else I, ain't, I ain't giving nobody my Venmo. Look, I mean, like a, an unintelligent, unintelligent television watcher when Alfred got sad because I was like, "What is happening?" Forgetting he's like two feet from the Lazarus pit and he's gonna be fine. I was, I was literally melting down. I was like, this cannot be happening right now. Did Steve make a correct prediction? How long does Bruce go without Alfred? And then they panned up, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's fine. We're gonna be okay." Uh, well. First off, Beta Artemis in the chat, Sean Pertwee is the MVP of this episode. Oh, yeah, big time. I will like, say through through all these conversations we've had about the Sean Pertwee, of course I mentioned that he'd be a doctor, and I never actually mentioned that his father was also Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, he actually, when they were transitioning, I believe from Matt Smith to Capaldi, there was a sports book, and he just, for laughs, put 20 put 20 pounds on himself. <laughs> and then 100 people behind him also put also bet... Because they think they watched him do it, so they figured they knew, that he knew something, oh, and he shut down the yeah. whole line. That's so funny. That once the bookies figured out the run, they have you have to shut down the line, mm. and then like I think I think if you shut down the line, everyone loses. Like everyone just gives gets their money back. Wow! And that was one of the funny stories I found mm-hmm. out after I had made this prediction. 
Uh, but let's start up up at the top with Bruce. He is talking to Alfred and not saying very much other than I need to find other than like the shaman was my only friend. Yeah. And yeah. you killed my only friend. He's still a little little lost inside of himself. It's not a good look for Bruce. Poor Bruce. And Cobb's Co. brings up a good point um, since we're on this topic at uh, the Gotham Raws or Arrow Raws. Yeah. Pick yeah. one. Do you like Gotham Ross? I like Arrow Ross. Yeah. We haven't seen enough Gotham Ross to say yeah, anything. The outfit I actually, for Gotham Ross, cool. on point. The yeah. visual aesthetic I like um, that. It's great. But um, I like that. I don't know if I. I think it's very convenient that the Lazarus Pit is just in, in Gotham. Gotham? Well, that was what made me laugh, and I'm like, could you it know be what? the Lazarus Well? Like, could yeah. could the Lazarus? <laughs> like in my mind, the Lazarus Pit should still be in some far off, hard to get to place, mm. and then they shipped a bunch of the water back. This is just good. like a well of Lazarus yeah. water. Sure, why yeah, not? And they just put it in there, and I'm just like, this just reminds me to a lot of places I love to visit because I love sketchy agent spas. I'm like, if I'm in the Lazarus Pit. <laughs> It's like, oh, man, next time I'm in Chinatown or Koreatown here, I'm going. Yeah. You guys don't know, oh, if you go to Koreatown here in L.A., lots Lazarus. of massage parlors, real inexpensive. Real inexpensive. Um, and I it, love those bathhouses. If you, wa- if you walk around asking which of them is the Lazarus Pit, you'd be shocked how quickly you'd find it. <laughs> yeah. So fast. I mean, like, like, took I need me, to took me 20 the... minutes. I found the Lazarus Pit. Just right walking there, around. Just took a quick dip in. It was like eternity. Great <laughs> out. I'm going to do a Facebook Live as I walk around Koreatown, guys, and going, where's the head of the dragon? I'm oh, looking no. for the head of the dragon. That's how you get punished, Lucretia. Don't do that. Well, I'll be Zac Efron up in there. Where's the, where's the head of the dragon? That is a joke, too. He got punched in um, he did. on Skid Row. That, yeah. Oh, God, oh, yeah. there, too? Yep. That happened. Uh-huh. Um, Poor boo. It's not that so, close to Koreatown, though. I had my reaction today about the, uh, the, Ra- the Rosh Al Ghul we saw. In Gotham, and it was the same reaction I had to the Rashad Ghoul we saw in Arrow, which was, "You're not Liam Neeson." Yeah, it's just weird. Liam Neeson is not the end all be all. I know, but he's well. Who like actor wise, who could be? I he's, haven't really found one yet. One because, because there like, have only me, been three. Yeah, there, I haven't seen a, a really to me like outstanding portrayal of the race from the comics that I love. Batman animated series. <laughs> Freaking joke. Also, That's the best of everything in Batman. Also, let's I feel like Ray should be like Middle Eastern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Talia is, and that's her dad, so these things make sense to me. No. Uh, and, and, and I need that before I can be like, woohoo! Uh, yes. There, although, I remember back, I think it was season three of Arrow when Ross showed up, there was a lot of talk, like more than just like silly talk. Like, there was a lot of talk of how Liam Neeson loved that show. And would have loved to have been Ross Al Ghul Look, if Liam Neeson wanted to come to Arrow and do anything, I would start watching the show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Arrow, this season, was its best season. And so you people haven't been watching it, you need to. (laughs) Like, Prometheus is so cool. Wonderful. This Ross Al Ghul. The Lazarus Pit (laughs) is just in a bathhouse. Um, Beta Artemis, um, cool screen name there, uh, says the Lazarus Kitty Pool. I like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm just going to splash small. around a little bit. I, did anyone else expect Rage to rise from the water? That would have been Yeah, that would have been cool. That, I really thought that that was how we would be introduced to him. Was, that like, I, went back <laughs> I was like, oh no, he's in the room. So, Rage has Bruce kill Alfred. Yeah, essentially. Right through the heart. I mean, look. Bruce, good with that sword. Shocking. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I just thought of a great uh, Raza Ghoul. Rudolph Martin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, most people would know he's played Dracula or Vlad the Impaler yeah. and Although, many can vampires. We, can we not he recast is, this Rosh right, right so like, soon? Yeah. Like, he, is, he hasn't had a chance yeah, for me to even chance, form an opinion. But I was just like, why is no one ever questioned Rudolph Martin? Mm. I'm about it. Future Batmans, yeah. get on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we know there'll be many. Totally, totally. Yeah, I was shocked when Bruce runs the sword through him. Uh, their whole after thing, though, was like, hey, Bruce's sword was a little lackluster for me and for a finale. Like, I mean, like, stabbing Alfred was incredible. And then. That was just the, darkness, though. Yes. I think. And then the I, final shots of him, like, mini Batmaning, where he's, like, uh, punching a dude three times his size uh, and then, like, running up. I wish it had been a gargoyle, but I know it's a little yeah. too early, maybe, for that. Uh,. But, like, the all-black kind of cape with, you know, it's a, it's a jacket, but it kind of has the cape edges at the bottom. 
was dope, but everything in the middle, I was like, are you fighting with Selena again? Like, I know you guys are teenagers and you haven't learned a lesson yet, and it's probably, like, real-time accurate, but I was, ugh, I need them to get to a new page in their relationship, whatever it is, but the whole, like, I don't understand you, you don't understand me, we're angry, walk away, is getting real tiresome. I'm, I'm loving all this in the chat yeah. where they're just like, the second the blade went through his heart, all I could think of was Steve and his crazy Doctor Who predict- <laughs> That was me too. I was looking for I was like, where is Steve? It's happening. It's real. Yeah. I know. I, I was sitting so many... there next to you being like, you're a bad person. Well, because you told me an hour before I saw this that it's like, one of your predictions might be right and I don't like it. And I genuinely didn't know because I make so many silly predictions. Yeah. I make so many. I go out on a lot of limbs on this show that I'm like... Might be the Alfred thing, but it might have been a couple other things that yeah. were just insane. Yeah, and I was just so mad that they didn't reveal Lee <laughs> to be like the Hartley Quinn this character, and I was like, I was gonna buy myself an award, be like, I predicted this, blah, oh. and then they ruined my dance. <laughs> like I would have danced, but yeah, apparently the actor playing uh, Raza Ghul is Middle Eastern, um, Alexander Siddig, apparently. Oh well, yeah. you could be the one again. We, we didn't see you much here, but you've got a yeah. uh, good background in sci-fi, so maybe you would and, be the one to change things. And me. that outfit. On point. And oh, yeah, that outfit's on point. Yeah. It's perfect. Also, Ivan Soto in the chat, just quick shout out. Yeah. Shout out for no reason. Ivan Soto! Ivan Soto was one of the people in the chat mentioning that I was yeah. all he thought of while Alfred got stabbed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bruce and Selena fighting did not break my heart. I, 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 I was like, this is just par for the course. What, what? Bruce and Selena fighting is the status quo for them. Yeah. Though. I was like, yeah. okay, like, I'd like them to get on another page, whatever, whether it's together, whether they're like, we hate each other, whatever. They just it need is, to do it. Move forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, y'all are like, what? What are they, like, 15 now? Yeah, like 15, 16. 14? Yeah. The chat's going to kill us because they tell us the age yeah, all the no. time. And then they're not 16. They're not 16. They, neither, not 16. Yeah. they don't of, have cars yet. Wait. Neither of them are 16. When they, the minute you guys turn 16, have sex so we can get this over with. The frustration is killing me. But Selena, cracking that whip was everything oh my gosh little cat woman i want more of her i want her to to crack the whips across faces i want her to be oh my gosh more thieving the, the stuff we had earlier this season where they broke into the vault was so dope i'm excited i've always wanted uh selena and uh uh, uh ponytail whip tabitha tabitha I, I almost called her by a real name tigress tigress uh yeah to see them together because their dynamics have always been really great so hopefully we get more of that next season yeah and that's what i like because to tabitha being uh selena's mentor makes sense because tabitha is not an all evil character either i mean no. she is somebody that at least in this universe can be a good mentor to Selena because she's trying to find herself too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the chat's bringing it up. Bruce is sixteen. Selena is seventeen. All oh, right. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or at the very least, these or at the very least, these actors are. I feel these characters are pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Are pretty close in age to the actual things. Um, do we have anything about this episode that we left out before we do a very brief predictions? Lazarus check. Oh, we we talked oh. about the convenient Lazarus pit. Mooney dying. Mm. Good. Oh oh oh. This can kind of go into predict. Just do predictions and I'll throw it in. Well, your After Buzz TV predictions. Woo! Okay, uh, what happened to the doctor? He was there, and then he was gone. Doctor uh, Hugo Strange. He wound up on a. Tra- he got on a train. Yeah. He got on the train. I he love got, He got on the train. Mm-hmm. He had I it. it. He had a ticket. He had a ticket. He got on the train. Okay. The train right. went. We didn't see the train go away, but I'm pretty sure he got out of town. All yeah, right. and I think he'll be to, back. Yeah. To come back when Gordon cleans up the city. Uh, Benjamin Side wants to know who starts Golden Comics. That's Solomon Grundy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was reading up on him at, at, in varying degrees because, like, he was a Golden Age Lan- uh, Green Lantern villain. Yeah. And in varying mm-hmm. degrees, he can be as strong as Superman, mm-hmm. but can also just be kind of a grunt. He has. He's not like Wolverine in the sense of like regenerative, but he can he can heal faster than the average person. Yeah, Wikipedia is on my side. When mm-hmm. you you can't tell me a name and not be. And I like that. I think that he'll be you know a more long-standing character because there was a Cyrus Gold Solomon Grundy in Arrow, but just for like an episode. Mm-hmm. So it was just funny because that's such a cool, fun character. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um. So while we're on that, and then I'll have mm-hmm. a couple questions, and we'll do predictions at large. Any character in the DC universe would you like to see as a Gotham version, starting with Lucretia? You know, that's the thing. Is like they pretty well used a lot of my favorite characters. I would like but to, to be s- fair. Like most of them are yeah. Batman characters. I'm true. saying all of yeah. D- like all of DC. Race like race, and then like we, we're starting. We're allowed to expand out a little more to Superman to to Superman to Arrow to, to um 
I, to I Wonder just, Woman. Yeah. yeah, I like a lot of the goofy, campy, one-off villains. Um, like, you know, the... Who's the guy? The you know the ventriloquist. I'm like blanking on his name. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I was like something like that. I want I want dumb stuff. I, I'm okay with that. That's fair. That would be dope. Uh, I really want um, the lesbian cop who then becomes Batwoman. Montoya. Is that yep. it? Yeah. Montoya is around. Montoya is around. We saw her in season one. I She's need her yeah. back. Like I need. I know it failed miserably the last time, but if we could please 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 get Gordon to have a team again. Like, I, I want more cop stuff. Um, the GCPD has really great comic book stories and lines that haven't really been explored. And Montoya like, totally kicks ass. And I would love to see a cop go into, like, street crime fighting at night, like vigilanteism. Mm. And maybe, like, it would be cool to see Bruce with a female mentor, too. So, here's yeah. here's here's my one thing. And it's completely off the rails. And it would have to be a bottle episode. Booster Gold. That would be fun. And Booster if, Gold played by the Miz. Uh, no, you're a Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Alan Tudyk is Booster Gold. Sorry. Either. Um, yeah, and uh, Barry Carey said this. Not me. I just want to bring that up. Barry Carey says bring Constantine back. Amanda Powell gave us the it, name but of... Please drink. Uh, yeah, of, uh, yeah uh, Montoya is actually the question, not Batwoman. Thank you. Which yeah. would also be totally fine because the question yeah. is dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hold on, I lost it. Scarface yeah. is the mm-hmm. name of the puppet thing. Amanda Powell gave that to us, so thank you. Right. And a lot of suggestions for yeah, Calendar cool. Man, which would be dope. All right. Um, we're to the end. Do you have any like broad but brief... Predictions for season four before we get out of here. Make Gotham City Sirens great. They are my favorite, and if they don't kick so much ass, I'll be very disappointed. Yeah, and Ari Winga says Clock King, and yes, be played by uh, Robert Nepper. Uh, that would be great. And Ivan Soto says yes, Constantine, so that's two drinks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, I don't have anything either. Thank no. you guys so much for joining us. This is the third season cool. of Gotham here at AfterBuzz yeah. TV. Thank you all so much for joining us. Please join us again Thursdays this fall. When we'll be back here talking all about it. In the meantime, it's an active conversation. So, starting to my immediate left, Joelle, where can the people find you on Twitter to continue that active conversation? Yeah, guys, I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com and every Wednesday at Schmoes Know. If you head over to the Black Girl Nerds podcast right now, you can check my interview with Mark Bernard, an former editor of the LA Times movie section, uh, current writer of the Genius Comic Book, which is amazing. He did some static shock work. Uh, he talks to us about his run on Fat Man on Batman and all things comic books and nerds. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And I'm Steve Kaufman. And, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Stick around. I'm be doing uh, Better Call Saul in about an hour after I watch it. And so much wrestling. All the wrestling. I'm here talking about the wrestling. Thank you and good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. It's Gotham! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 